This video is brought to you by Devout Decals, makers of reusable Catholic art for your home altar, your bedroom, and your home classroom. By all accounts, there is now a growing number of defiant bishops in the Roman Curia who are ignoring Traditionis Custodis and its ban on ordaining priests using the pre-conciliar form of ordination. This is good news, to be sure. Last week, I reported on Cardinal Mueller conducting just such an ordination in France with a traditional priestly fraternity, and now we have news of an unnamed bishop causing quite a stir with the ordination of one of the more respected theologians in the church today, who had been denied ordination by his local ordinary. His local ordinary explicitly said he was not ordaining him out of fear of reprisal from Rome. And he has since suspended that now newly ordained priest for his trouble. I have that story for you today, including the statement by the ordained priest in full. I'd summarize it, but the priest in question is a far more intelligent and more articulate person than I will ever be. So I'll just let him speak for himself on this. But let's get into this. First, I wanted to thank the patrons of Return to Tradition for continuing to support the work of this channel. For like a dollar a month, they get early access to weekend videos, the occasional bonus exclusive content, and access to a patron-only group online, plus the rare patron-only live stream. If you want to join them in supporting my work, click that join button below or follow links in the description to the Patreon alternative Subscribestar or Patreon or a few other viewer-requested options. But enough of that, and let's get to our story which is about the allegedly illicit ordination of now Father Alcuin Reed, a Dominican friar who was quietly ordained outside of France by an unnamed bishop in April after his own ordinary refused him ordination. Gloria TV provides a nice summary of this story. Quote, The English-speaking monastery Saint-Benoît in Brignoles, France, organized in April at a discrete location outside France, quote-unquote, unauthorized Roman Rite ordinations, celebrated by a, quote, senior prelate in unimpeded communion with the Holy See. The prelate ordained founding prior Alcuin Reed, who has been a deacon for several years to the priesthood and another monk to the diaconate. St. Benoit in Brignoles is, a, is only a diocesan association of the faithful. The Australian-born prior is a liturgical scholar. His 2005 book, The Organic Development of the Liturgy, carries a preface by Cardinal Ratzinger. The monastery depended not always successfully on diocesan priests for the celebration of Mass. Three visitators recommended to ordain a monk, recently in December. However, Freus Toulon Bishop Dominique Ray, a good man, was unwilling to proceed with the ordinations. What Ray called prudence, the monastery calls fear of repercussions, increased by a recent apostolic visitation of the diocesan seminary. In January, Ray confirmed that he wouldn't proceed with ordinations. The monastery justified the ordinations with the church's extraordinary situation. Ray has quote-unquote suspended those ordained, end quote. What has essentially happened here is that Father Reed was ordained without his bishop's permission and has since been suspended. Father Reed cites the present crisis in the church as his justification for the otherwise illicit ordination. And if that sounds familiar to you, well, it should. It's the exact same justification used by Archbishop Lefebvre in the founding of the SSPX and the ordination of priests throughout its history, and his rather famous or maybe infamous consecration of bishops against the wishes of modernist Rome. There have been open calls from, from the laity 
for more of these kinds of ordinations, for some of the better bishops with a good relationship with Rome to ordain more priests regardless of what some quasi-modernist or just fearful bishop might want. And now it looks like that resistance has begun and not a moment too soon, by my estimation. Father Reed has issued a statement on this mess, and I have it for you here now. While the dialogue with our bishop, Monsignor Dominique Ray, was still ongoing, a meeting was due to take place in 10 days, and a telephone conversation was scheduled for this week, the chancellor of our diocese today sent an inflammatory statement to the clergy, which is a cause of confusion, if not scandal, and to which we must respond. We wish at the outset to declare that we have done everything to avoid publicity and scandal, to act with discretion, and to go forward with our bishop in a private dialogue with him. In this, the chancellor's statement, which contains factual and canonical inaccuracies, as well as untruths, perhaps due to a misreading of English texts, is premature. For that reason alone, it is already regrettable. In recent years, our monastic community has been frustrated by the refusal or inability of our bishop to carry out long-needed ordinations, despite having been recommended by no less than three monastic visitors, the most recent in December of 2021. This attitude was based on the invocation of quote-unquote prudence. However, it was increasingly evident that this quote prudence emanated from a fear of adverse consequences, a fear amplified by the recent visitation by the Holy See to the diocesan seminary. Bishop Ray has often confirmed that this quote prudence was not based on any significant doubt as to the suitability of any candidate, the needs of the monastery for these ordinations, or the good that would come from them. We clearly want to say that we understand many of the pressures to which Archbishop Ray is subjected, and that his judgment on these questions does not proceed from a desire on his part to make us suffer or to act in an unjust way. Even if his feeling of being trapped and unable to act as he would like due to external factors results in injustice, his goodwill and his fatherhood have been and still are a blessing for which we give thanks to God. The measures put in place last year by the Holy See regarding the extraordinary form of the Roman Rite, and in particular Bishop Roach's responses in December 2021, have exasperated these tensions. The total ban on ordinations has put us, as well as our vocations and the candidates for entry into our monastery, in an impossible situation. The integrity of our liturgical and monastic observance is seriously compromised. What one successor of Peter has assured us to be true is found to be contradicted by another. The content of the vows we made before God has been substantially altered. This situation is, in itself, scandalous and untenable. In January, Bishop Ray informed us that he could not proceed with the ordinations recommended by the visitation report of last December. We took advice from friends, including respected high-ranking prelates, regarding our seemingly impossible situation. In our consultations, we emphasized our respect for the bishop, our understanding of his position, and our dilemma. The prior made a pilgrimage to the tomb of St. Peter on the feast of his chair to pray there for the unity of the church. A high-ranking prelate offered to confer the orders if Bishop Ray found himself unable to do so any longer. This offer surprised us. We hadn't asked for ordinations from anyone. Our prior met again with Bishop Ray to consider whether there was another way forward, but once again it was clear that he could not consider ordaining our monks. Our frustration with the situation has evolved into a considerable and nagging fear. What would happen if the Holy See took our bishop away from us? If the Holy See suppresses us with traditional communities which are only associations of the faithful? Without a priest, we could not hope to weather the storm, hoping for more favorable days. What if the diocesan priests who were to celebrate Mass for us could no longer come? 
we would be without the Mass as we were before. We carried these worries within us in the depths of Lent. We have studied and prayed much about them. We placed them under the gaze of our Father St. Benedict, and on his feast we decided to accept the offer made by this high-ranking prelate, considering it as a call for orders legitimately made by a faithful successor of the Apostles in truly exceptional circumstances. We made this decision in conscience before God, knowing that it would appear materially disobedient, but with the conviction that it was for the supreme good of souls in a truly extraordinary situation in the life of the church. We feared that if we did not accept this providential offer, our own vocations, as well as those of the young men wishing to join us, would be jeopardized, even lost. We felt a great peace in this decision. Thus, in April, the aforementioned high-ranking prelate, enjoying unimpeded communion with the Apostolic See, ordained one of our monks to the subdiaconate and diaconate in two successive days, and ordained our prior to the priesthood, according to the extraordinary form of the Roman rite in a discreet place outside France. No payment was requested, offered, given, or accepted for these orders. These ordinations were preceded by the necessary oaths and were truly and duly certified and attested. We will not reveal the name of the ordaining prelate. The penalty incurred according to Canon 1388, subsection 1, if it has ever been incurred, taking into account the provisions of Canon 1323, has been remitted according to provisions of Canon 1355, subsection 2 according to the numeration of the code in December 2021. On our return, we wrote to Bishop Ray to inform him and ask him to meet him to consider together how to move forward. We are determined to remain faithful to our wishes on our property in Brignolles, wherever, whatever happens. This is our duty and our vocation before God. We acted in good faith, even if it was by necessity outside the legitimate canonical norms. And against all odds, we wish to remain in friendly relations and in full communion with our bishop, his successors, and the diocese. We told Bishop Ray that if he thought it necessary to punish us publicly, we would stay here and live our vows faithfully as possible while waiting for better days, as Dom Gerard did in 1974, when he was punished for allowing a bishop to confer minor orders to monks of his still nascent monastery. Fifteen years later, he was blessed as the first abbot of Barreau. By discretion, and to leave the bishop free in his decision for the future, we have kept the secret concerning these ordinations and have not exercised a public ministry, but we also begged the bishop to avoid scandal by providing priests to celebrate Mass. Before God, we cannot allow the monastery to be deprived of daily Mass or the sacraments again. We asked for and received the promise of private interviews, only to see them subsequently refused. We have received peremptory demands from the Chancellor, which can contrast surprisingly with the tone of the message sent by the Bishop. We have been told of unacceptable indiscretions on the part of the Chancellor as far as we are concerned. Finally, we were given a declaration of suspension of the orders we received, a declaration which has already been submitted in due form. The Chancellor's statement today, which came to us via a third party, contains material that has not been disclosed to us, as well as gross inaccuracies. We cannot believe that Bishop Ray knowingly authorized them. We still have hope that dialogue and reconciliation are possible. This is our fervent hope and prayer. We apologize to anyone who may find this situation distressing, as it is for us, and ask everyone to understand that above all, we must remain faithful to our vocation of a traditional Benedictine life of prayer and work, ratified and blessed by our bishop in the statutes and constitutions of our foundation, as well as to our vows, which we have pronounced before God by virtue of these. We have lived like this for more than 10 years. Pray to God that we may be granted to do the same for many more years in fruitful communion with our bishop. 
Those who would like to use this situation as an opportunity for personal attack on our monks, please note that on no occasion did the bishop have any reason to censure them in matters of faith or morals. With regard to the prior, whom Bishop Ray invited to the diocese and incarnated in June 2009, making all the required consultations and applying the necessary procedures, it must be emphasized that the bishop considered him suitable to be superior of the monastery until only recently during the renewal of its statutes in January 2022. All the other monks were admitted and followed their formation according to the procedures in force, and even according to stricter procedures than those in use in other communities of the diocese. We entrust the monastery and our vocations to Our Lady of Fatima, offering in reparation for our sins any suffering we may suffer for the freedom and unity of the church, for our diocese, and for Bishop Ray. I have featured Father Alcuin Reed's observations once or twice in the past few years on my channel. He's a measured scholar who tells the truth in ways that most people can actually understand, which is itself rare these days. According to the statement, the otherwise decent bishop in question was afraid to conduct traditional ordinations. A fog of fear hovers over the church, fear of reprisal from modernist Rome for daring to use the form of consecration that all the saints of the church who had been priests and bishops had been ordained with. Fear of Archbishop Roach sticking his hounds on the diocese of, for failure to comply with the springtime of the church of the new advent. What every decent bishop in the church needs to remember is that our blessed Lord commanded us to not be afraid. The bishops wear red to symbolically announce their willingness to accept martyrdom if need be. And while modernist Rome is not likely to impose the red crown of martyrs on anyone, they have over the decades since the council awarded the white crown of martyrs to far too numerous priests and bishops to name here. Rome can strip bishops of their authority. See Bishop Fernandez of Puerto Rico as a good example. This is not how the Church of Christ was ever meant to be governed. Was Father Reed justified in receiving that ordination and taking up the offer of the unnamed prelate? Was the ordination carried out by Cardinal Mueller? Many think that it was. The sermon of his that I presented last Friday was given in France for the ordination of priests and deacons at a different monastery. It was given in late April, and some have speculated that he was likely the bishop who defied Rome in this case. Do you think it was? And if so, why or why not? Let me know in the comments, please, and like and subscribe if you haven't. It really does help. And as always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.